Hello, this is Dr. David Friedman, host of To Your Good Health Radio. Our bones are literally the foundation of the body. When our bones become brittle, it's like having termites eating away at the wooden frame of our house. According to the International Osteoporosis Foundation, every three seconds someone has an osteoporotic bone fracture. One-third of all fall-related deaths are attributed to low bone density. Joining us today is Dr. Jason and Mira Colton, authors of Rebuild Your Bones. They're going to be sharing the cause of weak bones and what we can do to rebuild them. If you're looking for a drug-free way to restore your bone health, don't go anywhere. It all starts now. It's To Your Good Health Radio with number one best-selling author and renowned wellness expert, Dr. David Friedman, changing lives just for the health of it. Joining us today is Dr. Jason and Mira Colton. They are among the world's leading experts in micronutrients and dietary supplement science. They are fellows of the American Association of Integrative Medicine, board certified in integrative health and diplomats of the College of Clinical Nutrition. Their full bio would take the entire segment. They own and operate Colton Nutrition and the Colton Institute of Lifestyle Medicine in Florida, offering training to professionals through certified micronutrient specialist program. They've been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Prevention, and on Fox, CNN, and PBS. They are the best-selling authors of The Micronutrient Miracle, Naked Calories, and Rich Food, Poor Food. Their new book is called Rebuild Your Bones, the 12-week osteoporosis protocol. Welcome back to the show, two of my favorite guests, Jason and Mira Colton. Thank you so much for having us. Oh, it's great to have you back on the show. Now, Mira, you have a really interesting story on what inspired you to write a book on rebuilding your bones. Share with us the, what began this journey. So when I was 30, I was diagnosed with advanced osteoporosis, which meant that I had a bone density of an 80-year-old woman when I turned 30. So this book has been a passion project for us. This is the book that I wish somebody had given me at the time of my diagnosis. It tells me exactly what we did to reverse my osteoporosis, which I did with the help of Dr. Colton here in two years. And it gives all of the information, and now we're on a mission to help one million people stop, prevent, or reverse osteoporosis for themselves. Oh, that's awesome. Now, before we begin talking about how to build strong bones, let's cover a few of the myths that I've been wanting to debunk on this show, and maybe they are true, but the first one, we're all taught as children, all we need to do is drink cow's milk for strong bones. Jason, is there any truth to this? Well, I wish that was all you had to do. Um, that would be great. <laughs> but what, what we discovered, and again, this was this was a discovery even for myself. When I've been in the nutrition you know world for over thirty years, and when we start to understand what how to build bones or even to maintain bone strength, how to prevent getting osteopenia or osteoporosis, yes, calcium is an important uh, important micronutrient, and of course, there's many different ways that we can get calcium into our body. It is not just through dairy. Um, But what we found out is that almost each and every one of those essential micronutrients that we all know about, like zinc and magnesium and vitamin B12 and even vitamins and minerals that you would never think of anything to do with bone, all play their role. It's almost like an orchestra. And we talk about that orchestra analogy in the book about how, you know, if you went to see the orchestra and, and the violins and the flutes and the oboes didn't show up, 
the music's not going to sound as it should. And the same kind of thing happens in your body. If you're deficient in these essential micronutrients, even, even a, to a small extent, your body just isn't going to be able to do the things that it needs to do. And in this case, it's not going to be able to keep your bone health as strong as you want it to be as you age. So it's a whole team, not just the quarterback known as calcium. It's a whole team that's got to win the, this race to build bones, which is interesting because people always hear it's just calcium. Another myth that I hear a lot at my office is patients come in believing antacids like Tums and Rolaids contain calcium that builds strong bones. Uh, Mira, is this a fact or fiction? Uh, another myth. Let's just keep busting them here. <laughs> so here's the situation. I know, and I love this because antacids are actually one of the worst things for your bones. They create this um, environment in your body where your body can't absorb the micronutrients it needs. In fact, there's a problem of too um, little acid most times is why people start taking it. It's when they get that girl, it's too little acid, not too much. Your body requires acid to break down micronutrients, to absorb your calcium. So we want to make sure that we are not doing that. There's better ways to get rid of that GERD. We go through them in the book, but digestive enzymes, it's so much easier. Yeah, and it's interesting because people, they don't realize that's what the word is called. Antacid means it gets rid of the acid, which, as you just mentioned, we need acid. There's a reason for it. So they're getting rid of what's helping absorb this calcium, which is, is the big myth. What about animal protein? There's some mixed opinions on this. I've had the plant-based diet advocates say animal protein causes osteoporosis, and the paleo diet advocates tell us it helps build strong bones. Which one's right? Well, here's how it works. There, what science has shown us is that, they, and we go over this in the book, and this is really one of the nice things when you get the book, we teach you how to find what is called your ideal protein intake. Now, what these scientists did is they, they looked at this question. They said, hey, listen, we've got a lot of people out there advocating for more of an alkaline or a meatless type of a diet, you know, eating more fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, and getting rid of some of the animal-based proteins because of, and, and they call this the alkaline and, or, and, or acid diets, but right. what they're really saying is the same thing. Can I get enough protein in without, without, without meat-based protein? And what they found was, even though they were sufficient in calcium and vitamin D and all those micronutrients that we know we need in order to build bone, one group had a low protein intake, something similar that you'd find with an alkaline diet that wasn't getting enough protein in. Um, they broke down bone. Their bone density reduced on this particular, in, in, in this experiment. The other group with the same amount of micronutrients with the ideal protein intake were able to eat dramatically dramatically increase bone density. So the, the bottom line here is you do not need to get your protein from an animal-based protein, but you do need protein. What most people don't understand with osteoporosis is when the body goes in and takes the calcium out of the bone, it doesn't gently you know, take that calcium out of the bone. It destroys the bone. It breaks the bone down. And bone is 50% protein by volume. We need to rebuild that protein matrix around that calcium when we're rebuilding bone and in order to do that we do need a certain amount of protein right and you know the analogy i used in the beginning of the show is termites it's literally it breaks down it, it destroys the bone correct would that be a good I way i love of... that one i hadn't heard that yet that's a great analogy <laughs> yeah and that's interesting. Let, let me ask you this. I know in your, in your book, Rebuild Your Bones, you share foods that should be avoided. I'm curious, if you had to pick public enemy number one, the bone-destroying food or ingredient that we should avoid, is there one? Do you have one particular that you'd say stay away from? 
Oh, goodness. I got I got two off the top of my head. Go ahead. I got sugar, uh-huh. and that's because sugar blocks the absorption of specific micronutrients that are really bone important, right. and that's your magnesium and your calcium. So we want to make sure to stay away from sugar. And the other one would be wheat just because it's loaded with anti-nutrients. Uh-huh. And these anti-nutrients have been shown to really reduce your ability to build bone. They block your calcium, your magnesium. They make you run through your D faster. They increase something called your leptin levels, which uh-huh. is why bread makes you feel hungry even after you've already eaten it. It has something called amylopectin A. And when that amylopectin A goes into your body, you feel hungry all the time. And that's because it's producing leptin. But when it produces it too much, your body becomes deaf to it. And when it produces it too much, it makes it so that your body starts breaking down bone faster. So we want to really make sure that we're taking those two foods out of your diet first. Right. What about the opposite? What foods would build strong bones? Is there like your top two that you would say that's the go-to? Well, you know, making sure that you get a good, high-quality source of protein, and we right. need that protein level, whatever levels it is, you need that, that right. ideal protein intake daily. And the second one really is any way that you can get in your omega-3s. What we found out with, you know, when researching this book is that the ratio between your omega-6 and your omega-3, that omega-6, omega-3 ratio is so important because inflammation causes your body to create what's called osteoclasts. Those are those little termites that break that that break mm-hmm. that bone down. The more inflammation you have, the more osteoclasts we create, and this is going to cause a dramatic decrease in bone mineral density as you age. It's almost premature aging, right? So our goal is first to drive down those levels of inflammation causing omega six. Now we're not saying that there are not good. Omega-6 is an essential fatty acid. We need some omega-6. It's like yin and yang, right? Push and pull, black and white. There needs to be a certain amount, but you need to balance that with a good omega-3 because the omega-3, when that goes into the body and and, and you can get a a nice balance there, that's what creates those osteoblasts. That helps you to build bone, and that can can even turn around osteopenia or osteoporosis, and those are the two big factors that most people don't think about. Right. So green leafy vegetables, that's supposed to be touted as being really a bone builder like spinach, collard greens, so forth. Is that is that something we should add? Well, I wish I had more positive news where those are concerned. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't. I'm the bearer of bad news on this one. Okay. Those contain... Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. They contain, they contain something called oxalic acid. And these green leafy vegetables are fine if you cook them because it reduces oxalic acid. Oxalic right. acid is something that binds to the calcium and the magnesium and the iron levels in your food and strips the food and anything else you eat with it of those micronutrients. So if you want to make that green smoothie, I'm not going to tell you you can't. But I'm going to tell you to please cook your spinach or your kale or anything like that ahead of time and then cook it and then put it in the fridge and get it cold and ready for your smoothie the next day. Because we don't want it. We want to make sure we get the rid of that oxalic acid. I used to eat a spinach salad every single day before I was diagnosed because wow. I thought I was being the healthiest little girl on the planet. And um, I ended up with advanced osteoporosis. I think that was definitely played a factor because I ate it so often. So Popeye had strong muscles, but if we x-rayed him, he would have osteoporosis, weak bones. 
<laughs> I think he would have over time, definitely. <laughs> you are busting some myths today. One topic that I cover a lot lately when I'm on interviews on TV and radio shows is the toxins found in common household items. I was so happy to see you devote a section in your book on this. I've not seen it pertaining to bone loss. Share with the listeners how things like shampoo, deodorant, and even the dryer sheets that they use can affect bone health. What does that have to do with bones? Well, all of these things are, are toxins. We like to say, they, say that people are living in a toxic soup these days. Right. And your body's natural way to get rid of the toxins is to use your antioxidants. That's what they're there for. Some of your vitamins and minerals are that are antioxidants, antioxidants right. to clean your body of these toxins. Well, the thing is, they've got better jobs to be doing. In all reality, they should be helping you build your bone. But unfortunately, because we're going to have so many toxins around us, they're being used for this instead. There's some that are so outright dangerous, like triclosan, that it actually increases your risk of getting osteoporosis by 50%. Gee. So we really want to be careful of those. Um, deodorants are another thing. All of those things with the fragrance. All of these different ingredients, we just really want to start cleaning on our closets. We go through 10 top tricks for cleaning, reducing your household toxins in the book, and we even give you the brands that we like, the brands that we've already checked out and we've approved that have only the best, cleanest ingredients. Yeah, what about alkaline water? We see some of these waters that are like 10, 11, 12, good or bad for the bones? Well, okay, so think about that again. Since we know we have stomach acid for the very specific reason of breaking down the foods that we put into our guts so that we can absorb the micronutrients, what do you think is going to happen to that ability when you take in a water that's alkaline? It works similar to an antacid, and it creates an, a more alkaline environment in the gut, which means you're producing an, uh, an environment that has less likelihood of being able to absorb those essential micronutrients that you need. So be careful. Nobody says we want you out there drinking acidic water all the right. time. We, you know, we certainly don't want that, but we want to be drinking natural, regular water with a neutral pH. We don't want to, I, you know, in our opinion, from a perspective of absorbing micronutrients, this is a, this is a, a big no-no. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm really anti just alkalizing, messing your chemistry up because like you said, we need a specific acidity to absorb nutrients. And I think we're really messing with that when you start getting these alkaline waters all the time and they're so popular and I'm just, I'm just not a fan. I'm not, I'm not sold on them as well. Let me ask you this. Most people buy this calcium supplement from the drugstore that build strong bones and that think that that's what they need. Mira, are they effective at rebuilding bones? And how do you know if you have a good supplement? Yeah. Well, those aren't good by themselves because calcium, if you take it by itself, can actually be dangerous. And that's, and that's really scary because people go to their doctors. I know when I went, my doctor, all they told me was take calcium. So I was doing that at the very beginning. I was taking just a calcium supplement. Unfortunately, when you take calcium without vitamin K2, it's very important, vitamin K2, not K1. If you take vitamin K2 with it, K2's job is to say, okay, come on, calcium, we're getting out of those arteries and we're going to go into yeah. your bone where you're supposed to go. And that's what makes sure that you don't get calcification of your arteries. That's what keeps you safe. So we want to make sure if you are taking calcium that you're definitely taking a K2 product as well. Additionally, not all calcium products are the same. Calcium needs an acidic environment. So that's why products like calcium citrate, which comes with a citrate or a citric acid, um, which creates that acidity for you, will be absorbed without food. If not, you have to take your calcium with food in order to be properly absorbed. 
Yeah, we were busting so many mess. People said, what? Calcium alone can cause weak bones? <laughs> we're really, Tums don't work. I can hear the, I can just hear listeners like with their mouth open, but this is good. This is very informative. This is a, a good information. Let me ask you this. You know, many people, they're diagnosed with osteoporosis, so they've already, you know, hit that point where they think there's no return. They get put on a plethora of medications that aren't effective at rebuilding bones, and many of them have these horrible side effects. If somebody were to complete the 12-week protocols laid out in your book, Will a bone scan actually show an improvement that quickly? Now, this is something we want to make very clear, and thank you for bringing this up. Um, the 12-week osteoporosis protocol in Rebuild Your Bones is a 12-week osteoporosis on-ramp to a lifestyle that will, over time, prevent or reverse your advanced osteoporosis, depending on how strictly you follow it. It is a on-ramp to a lifestyle. However, so you are not going to you reverse your, your advanced osteoporosis or even your osteopenia in 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. However, we have had quite a few people from around the world over the last few years following the protocol, and we have been able to see some pretty dramatic increases in bone density through the DEXA scans, even in as little as three to four months, where they start to see that turnaround happen, where for years they've been seeing a decrease in that bone mineral density, and now for the first time they're starting to see no decrease or even a slight increase. And that's a big deal, because when you've got a truck going down the road 80 miles an hour, to be able to stop it and reverse it takes yeah. a lot of a lot of effort and a lot of power, and that's really what the, the what the program can do. And then that puts you on the road to going the other way, where you can start to build those bones over time. Yeah, that's an interesting point because you know your protocols show uh, what have you been doing wrong, and they've been doing something wrong probably for many, many, many years. So twelve weeks takes a little bit more than that to undo all the damage, but you're on the right course. And if you continue on that lifestyle, obviously that's going to reverse it because bones rebuild. I mean, that's what I love about the body; it rejuvenates. It wants to rejuvenate if you give it the proper push, and that's what you guys are doing, which is great. Now you covered something in chapter five that I didn't know. I learned from 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 you. I love this book antidepressant medications can contribute to bone loss and with millions of americans taking them why should they be concerned when it comes to their bones listen we give it a list in there and you mentioned this we i think there's like i don't know there must be four or five six pages of different medications over the counter and prescription medications it shows them what the medications are how it is that which micronutrients that those medications are depleting um we see this with uh, antidepressant medications we see it with corticosteroids we see it with the antacids we see it after uh, people go through chemotherapy for cancer the bodies just become depleted of these essential micronutrients and we understand oftentimes that you're not going to be able to get off your medications you know, these are medications that are, you're going to have to live with so uh-huh. now we have to start to build a lifestyle around that and that's what we try to do in the book remember we talk about food Food, lifestyle, and your, 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 your drug therapies certainly are included in that lifestyle, and your supplementation protocols. So instead of saying, hey, I need to get rid of this medication, we work with you and your doctors to be able to say, okay, look, this is what my medication is depleting. This is how I'm going to increase my, my intake of those specific micronutrients through my food, and then how you can also use supplementation um, to fill in those gaps so that you can start to protect your bone or even rebuild it while you're still on your medication. Yeah, so in other words, if there's some gasoline that's hitting the fire, if you throw enough water on it, who cares, right? That's kind of the goal is to put out majority of the fire. So if they have to take something that, you know, if they need to take on their antidepressant medication, at least they're building another 95% water putting out this flame. 
Is that a good, good, good Absolutely. way? Absolutely. To- and what we do is we give you 40 healing habits in the book. These are 40 different areas, like Jason said, within your diet, your lifestyle, and your supplementation program that have been scientifically proven to help to build bone individually. And what we do is we link them together like a chain mail against osteoporosis. The more of them you do, the more fire, you know, more water you're throwing on that fire. And, you know, some people are going to go back and stop doing one or two. We'd say, that's fine. You know, we're, we're working forward to making it, uh, stronger bones. The more of them you drop in the end, the more of your armor is gone. And you go, you know, chances are you might start losing bone mass again. But there's 40 in there, and they're most, a lot of them are kind of shocking for people to learn about. Yeah, I know we've mentioned the word, you know, the macro-micronutrient. You, you're truly known as the macro-micronutrient king and queen. Tell us for the listeners that kind of flew by, what is that? What actually are they, and how do they benefit our bones? So micronutrients are those things that you already know about in foods. Food has two basic components. It has uh-huh. macronutrients, like you mentioned, the carbs fats and proteins that provide calories for us in food. And then it has the other stuff. It has the vitamins, the minerals, the essential fatty acids, and the amino acids. And those are our micronutrients. That's our family of micronutrients. Mm -hmm. So when somebody says to you, oh, are you eating that food? That's so quote unquote healthy for you. It means that that food doesn't have a lot of necessarily carbs, fats, or proteins. It means it has a lot of these vitamins, minerals, essential fatty acids, and amino acids, these micronutrients, this stuff that our body absolutely needs or it cannot be healthy. And I think that's a really important point. A lot of times when we talk about micronutrients and we use the words essential micronutrients, and that can be confusing because there's these things called essential oils out there. And essential oils are great, but they are not essential for your health, folks. Um, this They just call them essential oils. Um, but essential micronutrients are literally needed, meaning that even if you are deficient in one essential micronutrient for too long, you can die. This is what this is what millions of people died, you know, of scurvy, beriberi, pellagra, all these were single micronutrient deficiencies that killed millions of people over over a, per- a period of time early before we understood how micronutrients really worked. Today Obviously, we know that vitamin C, you take vitamin C, you don't get scurvy. But today, we get what we call long-latency micronutrient deficiency diseases. These are things like diabetes and osteoporosis and high blood pressure and all these different diseases that are plaguing us today are combinations of deficiencies in these micronutrients. And so that's why we are so... That's why we're so passionate about make, helping you to become sufficient in them and teaching you how to protect your bones from, from being uh, deficient in these micronutrients. That's great. I see one more myth or a fact that we didn't get. I want to run this by you. Do sodas leach calcium from the bones? All these soda drinkers, good or bad? Yes, they're bad. We do not want anyone drinking soda. Phosphoric acid is a micronutrient um, is a bone leacher, so we want to make sure not to drink phosphoric acid. Again, you see bubbles in my glass all the time, and that's because I'm drinking just regular uh, fizzy water, natural spring water. So if you see that, that's okay. They didn't add the phosphoric acid in there. Interesting. Yeah, great stuff. Fantastic. And a uh, couple minutes we have left. Is there anything else we didn't cover today that you'd like the listeners to know about your new book, Rebuild Your Bones? Absolutely. If they go to rebuildyourbones.com, they are going to be see, get tons of great information. But also, if they buy a book, they can bring the receipt to rebuildyourbones.com, bring the receipt over, put the receipt in, and they get up to $500, around $500 worth of free gifts and different gift certificates and 
all sorts of different bonuses. They get some special downloaded books. They get, you know, coupons worth some great, you know, like we were talking about those non-toxic home goods. They get $27 to spend on supplements at our store just for the cost of the book. So the cost, book costs you $26, and we're giving you $500 in coupons and credit. You can't beat that. And like I said, people, you know, they, they don't, we don't think of our bones when we're young. We worry about them when we're older, but, you know, that's the foundation. Like I said, that's our structure. I think we need to really fo- to tone in on that. Whether you're diagnosed with osteoporosis or not, this is the protocol to keep you safe from getting osteoporosis. And if you've got it, the way is, is, is uh, they mentioned to back that truck up and rebuild, which is great. So fantastic information. You really, you, you've shared some bona fide great information today. Pun is intended there. <laughs> Had to throw a putt in there. I can't go with that. (laughs) So I definitely thoroughly enjoyed reading your book. I highly recommend it to anyone who has bones. How's that for a testimonial? Anyone who has bones. So Hey, hey, if jellyfish are listening right now, this book is not for you. But if... (laughs) (laughs) They're the only ones. They're the only ones. Yeah, you know, the bones are the foundation of the body. And when our bones aren't healthy, it affects our health, muscles, ligaments, organs, even our hormones. So it's really the foundation. And to learn more about the Coltons and to get the copy of their new book called Rebuild Your Bones, the 12-week osteoporosis protocol, go to rebuildyourbones.com. And while there, be sure and check out their information-packed video library and health for tips they offer on building strong bones and you also get some great healthy recipes on their website and dietary supplement advice they have a lot of great information that's rebuildyourbones.com and you can follow them on twitter facebook and instagram at colton nutrition for my daily social media tweets and posts and links you can follow me at dr david friedman on instagram dr d friedman if you heard the colton share something today that somebody you know would benefit from knowing send them a link to this podcast so they too can learn the steps to rebuilding their bones it's available at toyourgoodhealthradio.com and radiomd.com and peruse our podcast library and share these segments with friends family and co-workers and on social media this information is too important to keep to yourself don't share with jellyfish we don't care about them but for the rest of us sharing is caring you can also subscribe to future podcasts at iHeartRadio and itunes More to come. Stay tuned and stay well.